Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and this beer fox. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. Nate almost foxed it up there. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading our Patreon selected book of the month, The Fantastic. I thought there was a the in there. It's just Fantastic Mr. Fox by Roald Dahl. He doesn't want to limit it to being the only one. There could be other exemplary foxes. Uh, who wants to start a beer? So, because there's actually cider in this book, in this kid's book, people oh, yeah. really, everybody just drinks cider and gets really drunk. So, I went out and bought some cider. This is called, this is by Graft, which is, I think, is a local cidery. Local place is called Birds of Paradise. This is Ciderterium. This is Moscow Mule Cider with lime and ginger. That's probably pretty good. What's a Moscow Mule again? Vodka and, and, um, and, and, and sour mule. shit. <laughs> ginger beer oh that's just that sounds awful and lime juice apparently this this is definitely gingery and you know what? it's pretty good i like it not a i wish it it could have more lime that would be that would make it good too and it is 6.9 percent alcohol so it is one tenth of a nice <laughs> <laughs> one tenth of a nice <laughs> i think that makes it a a decent nice <laughs> Is that like an Italian man describing it? That's a nice. <laughs> That's a very nice. <laughs> I think that is. Yeah, that's both math and grammar. This is an educational podcast, gentlemen. Uh, that is true. Just not for kids. <laughs> well, this Much book like is this for book. kids. <laughs> <laughs> so Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of Roald Dahl's earlier children's books, I believe. It's from 1970. So the only things that really preceded that are famous are James and the Giant Peach and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So it's pretty early. Uh, it was made into a movie that I didn't see, but it looked terrible. It and is it, truly my favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. I, you say a lot of things. Like, you've had, like, tacos, and you're like, it's amazing. So I don't really know. No, this, is, this really Your is my, my favorite movie. It's my favorite movie. It's not Easy. the best movie in the world, I'm sure, but it's my favorite movie. It's Wes Anderson, so you know it's weird. All right. I didn't know Wes Anderson made it. Okay. And isn't George Clooney the Fox? He's Mr. Fox, yeah. That's probably why I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> so it takes place in um, on a, a f- bunch of farms, essentially. And uh, pretty much the entire thing is underground. <laughs> and uh, as Mr. Fox and his wife and how, how many his children? He's got a bunch of kids. A bunch of them. There was like Michael J. Fox and... Uh, Ernest J. Fox. I don't know their other, well, they don't have other <laughs> names, but they live in the den and they just just take advantage of some incompetent farmers in the area. And I forget their names. It's like Bunce and Bogus, Bean. Bunce and Bean. Yeah, Bogus is the other one. Who are, you know, this is, I guess this is different for Roldal because they don't have any poor orphans in this book. Uh, but you do have mean adults that you could tell they aren't nice because of how they look. <laughs> right? Like, one guy's really fat, so you can't like him. He eats nine chickens every day. Maybe they're like I think it was Cornish just three hens. chickens a day. He eats three chickens per meal per day. Per meal per yeah. day? Yeah. Per He's do. the fat one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a big fat guy. Can't trust him. Then there's a little person who they do call at one point a midget. Um, <laughs> Which you know his words, his word. Yeah, I'm just it's 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 it was a different time. He eats donuts 
stuffed full of goose liver pate. Yeah, he's had, he has <laughs> fucking foie gras Boston creams, which must be the grossest. <laughs> a nice meaty donut, and he has the worst diarrhea it's a, every it's day. It's really savory. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's uh, a really tall alcoholic guy. <laughs> I related to in this book. <laughs> He's the one character who he doesn't eat any food. He, though they have really bizarre farms, right? Doesn't he have like an apple orchard slash like turkey farm or something like that? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's, diver- he's like, well, in this economy, you have to diversify. But he it's ha- not always he- apple season. <laughs> Is it always turkey season, though? They don't have Thanksgiving over there. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when they eat turkeys because we're only forced to once a year here. You know, turkey's not bad. Uh, ground turkey, you can just like shove it into other things and pretend it's something else. <laughs> like I make turkey chili all the time. That's pretty sweet because you just dump other shit in there and you don't taste the turkey. It's just mass. Um, and I forget which one is which, but it doesn't fucking matter at all. Uh, Jimmy will remember because they're in that movie. order: Bogus, Bunce, and Bean. Yeah, but which one's the fat one? Which one's the tall one? Bogus is the fat one. Bunce is the short one, and Bean is the tall, mean one. Okay, string bean or something that makes sense. Um, yeah, that makes sense. He's also incre- they're also like incredibly filthy. Like yes. the one guy, like one guy, like, is like hearing impaired from the yeah. earwax that he bean, bean never bathes, and he's got just chunks of debris stuck in his ears. I don't know why he never bathes because he's fucking smashed all the time. He just, <laughs> he just could you do that? Could you live on just? I know you can live on Guinness no. poorly, but you could do it. But cider, you would probably just die, right? Well, I mean, he won't get... There's got to be some vitamins in there. He's not going to get rickets right away. <laughs> it's not going to be good. He's not going to get scurvy, but he will get liver failure. Total cirrhosis. <laughs> I, 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 you know, there's... there's uh, the beer, beer nerds always talk about the, the monks who would fast for Lent and just drink beer mm. and just drink, like, double box <laughs> for six weeks. Uh, and they and I read a blog about a guy who did that. We must have mentioned this on the podcast at some point. But we read a blog. I read a blog about a guy who did that for six weeks. Did like a medically like uh, observed beer fast, where he just drank a couple of double box every day. And he's like, I was pretty hungry, but I lost twenty six pounds, <laughs> and my like levels of everything were fine. And it was you know, I, I can't imagine the horrors of that bathroom at that monastery. Well, maybe like the first couple of days, but when you're just having beer, like what's coming out of you, you know, blood, (laughs) monk semen, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, Mr. Fox lives on the farm and he takes advantage of these stupid farmers, mostly of the chicken guy, and they just eat his chickens every night uh, because he's a very like domesticated fox. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't actually hunt or anything. He just steals. And then the farmers are like, fuck this fox. We're going to dramatically murder him, like mafia style, in front of his family. <laughs> so they hide outside of his den hole and wait till the wind is blowing so it doesn't blow their rank fucking fat fold smells at him. And and the fox comes out and then they try to shoot him, you know, with like a Gatling gun, essentially. They just like try, they like, oh, it's like that scene in Predator where they mow down the entire forest. <laughs> that man was the governor. Two of those two men of became governors. Two yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Deadhead probably has the most governors per film. 
I, you know, I'm, I'm always uh, hoping that, you know, one of the other guys, like Bill, you know, Bill Duke, he could run for governor. He's from New York. Carl Weathers could be president, <laughs> and he would deserve it. <laughs> but for me, I'll tell you which way. You know, you need this weatherman to know which way the wind blows. Like, <laughs> some sort of slogan like that. Yeah, that, that must have the most governors to bodybuilders ratio in a film. Uh, like, the best ratio. Of, and that's, a, that's practically like a Venn diagram where it's just a circle. Yeah. It's pretty. It's <laughs> democracy rules. Uh, so, they try to shoot him, and they manage to shoot the tail off of him. And uh, apparently that's not a very serious wound for a fox. <laughs> he just goes about his, he's like, that sucked. Walk it off. And he just licks his ass for a few minutes. They busted a cap in his ass. That's where the question comes from. It, from it, it came from Mr. Fox. This, yeah. <laughs> a, I'm, yeah, I was going to say that. This is the original citation on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> so then he goes in and uh, he's like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> They're coming for us. There's three... Uh, disgusting men outside who have uh, apparently an infinite number of bullets and they are going and terrible to... aim. Yep. And they're going to kill us. And shovels. So then the shovels come and they start using shovels and then that quickly es- es- uh, escalates to like full on construction equipment. It's like a fucking Tonka show. <laughs> <laughs> is that even still a brand? I can't I think it is. I can't imagine it's gone anywhere. It's probably owned by Pepsi or some shit, but I'm sure it exists still. <laughs> They're still making a Hess truck every year. The Tonka's still got to exist. I mean, we're, we're in front of a computer. This is, this is the internet right here. Tonka. Does Tonka still exist? <laughs> Tonka. Uh, you know, the question I asked to you my see, wife. You have a girl child, so you don't know that. <laughs> I don't, yeah, we don't buy, I mean, I'm not, I don't buy the girliest toys ever, but I'm not buying her, you know, like. Lumberjack equipment and Subaru toys. So, um, yeah. To- so the question, the thing I was with my wife when we hear a uh, a song by a random person, I'm like, oh man, is this band still around or is this person still alive? And the question is, you know, when you go to Wikipedia, the first sentence it'll be like, Rick Astley is a British <laughs> pop singer, and you're like, is it Rick Astley is or Rick Astley was? So is Tonka is or Tonka was? Tonka is still an American producer of toy trucks and one-time sponsor of the World's Strongest Man competition. But uh, we get back to this stupid book. Then Fox is like, all right, I realized something. We made this home by digging this hole. Let's just keep doing that, and we'll just burrow for the remainder of the book, basically. Yeah, yeah, solid solid uh, 80% of it. And no one once yelled, can you dig it? And I was really disappointed. <laughs> if only they had known about foxes and for those poor Chilean miners. <laughs> for a timely reference. <laughs> I remember going out on the street on Halloween that year. Everyone was a Chilean miner. Just like everyone. So you know, people are going out, you know, like to, they're in groups to Halloween parties. It was just like... Everyone was a Chilean miner. Just people in like miners' hats saying, "I'm hungry." I think they had just been rescued, so oh. that it wasn't that uh, quite as morbid. Bad. Poor yeah. taste. What if you were a Chile? Uh, someone like misunderstood it, and they dressed up as a child holding a big pot of chili. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> like a weird meta costume. <laughs> I'm a miner with chili. <laughs> it's very spicy. <laughs> <laughs> no me gusta <laughs> so uh they keep digging forever and ever as they just 
uh, basically, what, what the hell is that called? Like, clear the whole mountain mining? <laughs> Strip mining. Like, is that what it is? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, like, something like that. Not like mountain removal or something like that. Mountain top removal? Mm. Where they literally just dig the whole mountain. They just flatten it out. <laughs> so they basically, they're doing that, but to kill a fox, like they could have, like, this is a To kill great, one fox. Well, and his, and his, and his four whelps, whelped pups and his fucking she-bitch, his vixen. They're called kits? Is that right? I think. I think young foxes are called kits. Oh, no. They have so many other dumb names. Oh, it's even better. This is, <laughs> this is like excellent, excellent uh, fucking uh, trivia. trivia stuff. Well, kits is one of them. So males are known as dogs, tods, or reynards. Tods. Todd's. <laughs> that's a yeah. fox. Like, no, that's a Todd. It's a Todd. He's, he's from Poughkeepsie, and he plays lacrosse. Um, females are vixens, and the young are cubs, pups, or kits. Though there is a distinct other species called a kit fox, or somebody fucked up this Wikipedia page. <laughs> Impossible. Wikipedia is not unimpeachable. Not like anyone can just make edits to it. It's ridiculous. A group of foxes is called a skulk. Or a leash or an earth. Oh, that makes sense because they just dig. I can dig it. Um, so one of them <laughs> could be an earth a kit. <laughs> <laughs> she was the Catwoman, right? On, on Adam West Batman? Yeah, she was. <laughs> As she would have said, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was also Julie Newmar was the Catwoman. They changed it. Was that show was on for like eight minutes and they had two different Catwomans. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I do. Actually, I know way too much about the Adam West Batman. Anyway, uh, which is to know that it even existed is probably too much. So they keep digging, uh, and uh, and this goes on for days, days of them. By the way, these these you know I don't know. I mean, not that this is the most uh, anatomically correct portrayal of foxes or whatever, but these are animals that like are predators. Like they don't eat every single day in the wild, and these are dogs that have been or foxes that have been eating like two geese a day for for their lives, they probably should be able to handle a few days better than they do. Well, like I guess they're, if they're digging 24 hours a day, that's going to burn some calories. It's really just one of them. Dig- like, how can they both all be digging? Like, that's not how like, the tunnel would work. They're also wearing clothes, so I mean, I don't know how how realistic it's supposed to be. (laughs) The digging in this book definitely did not make a lot of sense, because, like, where were they putting all the dirt? You can't just, like, dig. The dirt you dig out has to go somewhere, but they're just, like, digging and digging. It's like, no, 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 that's not how physics works. So as they're digging, uh, they come across a bunch of other animals that have been uh, foxed over because of the farmers destroying the, the, the place where everyone lives. And they're, they don't really feel good about this because they're, they don't want to be in trouble or get guilt by association. <laughs> that has to be Three's <laughs> Brewing. Yep. Three's Brewing and Creature Comforts Brewing. Oh, you see them sometimes. They do a lot of collabs. They've collabed this time. Uh, this is a double IPA brewed with guava, pineapple, passion fruit, and tangerine. I think it's pronounced that way. Yeah. 80%. Yeah, it's good. You know, double IPA. Uh, I guess I guess I can taste the guava and the passion fruit. It tastes like one of those kind of things, those tropical fruit things. It's good. It's good. I dig it. 
And you know what else people dig? Oh, I do know what they dig, Nate. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is one of our uh, this is our our monthly Patreon episode, uh, Patreon poll episode, where our patrons select this uh, book based on you know limited choices we provide to them. So who really wins, you the listener? But uh, if you want to support the podcast, you could head over to patreon.com dot slash drunkguysbookclub and support you know independent beer podcasters with uh, money. <laughs> In return for that, I mean, as we we. We we put out that we'll take feet picks, but we don't like that. Does that's not enough in this economy? <laughs> so, uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can go there. You get early access to episodes. You get to vote in this book poll, of course. Uh, you could get uh, tangible goods like the Drunk Guys Book Club coaster that my uh, glass is sitting on right now. It's a very classy, the classiest thing in this room right now, honestly, and um, exclusive content. But probably most importantly for right now. Patrons, Nate just found it. I think uh, <laughs> I didn't look at it closely. <laughs> get their name shouted out. Want this episode? And Nate, who are those fine people? I'd like to thank, and we actually have some new ones. So this we this we have cool. a bunch. Like, yeah, I like fuck to thank our day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite yet. Uh, uh, I'd like to thank Gianna, Barry, Julian, Travis, Brent, Matt, Doug, Russell, Tyler, Catherine, Colton. Steven, Nick, Dustin, Joe, Crab, Michael, Daniel, Amir, Hayden, Mariano, Emotional Support Burrito, CL, and <laughs> Mustique Weepsmell. Wait, Musty what? <laughs> musty Queefsmell. <laughs> Ew. See, that was just hard to figure it out. That was just hard to figure out. <laughs> I think it smelt like... Uh... Musty. Smelt. <laughs> it smelt like uh, something like that for Jimmy to say. It's something in the ballpark. Oh, there. yeah. That's musty queef smell. <laughs> yeah. That'll, uh, that's a hard one to. Hard one to get out of your nose there, you know, once it's there. <laughs> As always, a very generous $10 patron. <laughs> thank you. Mu- thank you, Musty. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, uh, just just FYI, listeners, uh, that is not a real person. <laughs> but one of our patrons has made the running joke of collaborating with Jimmy and me to make Nate say the most ridiculous name possible. If you also want to do that, we're not limiting it to one person. <laughs> Head over to <laughs> patreon.com, so Drunk Guys Book Club. You can join in there. There are some really good ones that we did not use, and, and Nate won't remember next week. He's drunk. It's fine. Back to this dumb book. So they dig forever, they meet a whole bunch of animals, and they're very hungry, and they decide, uh, oh, Mr. Fox is like, I have a plan. He takes a really fucking long time to come up with his plan, by the way. He lets his family starve for three days before he's finally like, you know what, maybe I should do something. Let me earn that fantastic title. Uh, so he decides, he's like, I have a plan, but I won't tell you what it is, just we're going to dig that a ways. And everyone's like, that's basically what we've been doing, but okay. And they dig and dig, and they get to one of the guy's cellars or something, or chicken coops. I forget which one they get to first. Bogus? What do they find there? Chicken dude. So they find uh, the colonel's shack, and they go in there, and they grab a bunch of chickens, and then... Well, they're like, yay, we found chickens. We're not going to starve. Yay, kids. So they bring it back to... uh, the wife who's too weak to like even dig. So, but she's like, Oh, but 
make us some food. (laughs) (laughs) Can't move, but make these for us. (laughs) But yeah, but make this food for us. Get in that kitchen that we just dug for you and make us this dinner. (laughs) Except that they don't. They're like, oh, no, no. We need to get more. And then they bring the the uh, badger and the weasel and the mole. And they're like, all right, we're all good at digging. So we're going to dig some more. Then they dig again and they come and then they dig into the uh, second, the, underneath the second guy with, there are like all the ducks and geese. That bunts. Already plucked and ready for cooking. Cause you know, foxes can cook and then sides of bacon, you know, just like great for everyone's arteries. And then they really then, got his goose. And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> they like it's time to bunce. We can't stay here too long. So then they, uh, they're like, oh, okay, this is, uh, this is amazing. We won't start. We definitely won't starve now. There's plenty of food for everybody. But wait, there's more. I'll take a bunch of vegetables. He won't care at all if we take <laughs> these. <laughs> Let us head out now. <laughs> That's all I got. Turnip for what? (laughs) (laughs) So then they, um, this beats starving. (laughs) Like a a pun meltdown. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. It's like that. I talk to a two year old most of the day. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't get any of these. It fucking sucks. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Her idea of a joke. What she laughs at is just saying macaroni and cheese, but replacing cheese with something else. So she's like, macaroni and poo-poo? I'm like, that's pretty funny, but it's not great. <laughs> like She's like, Daddy, what are you eating? And we're like sitting on the couch, and I'm like, I'm eating a beer. you know. And she's like, I'm having macaroni and couch. I'm like, how about couch potatoes? Like, Could you fucking try? <laughs> a little effort, please. Mashed couch potatoes. Like, come on, kid. So they head oh, out kid, of a cellar. down. <laughs> I got no. I can't even think of other vegetables. Go on, before it's too late. Uh, so they 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 dig in another direction, and this time they come to a, and they get to a brick wall. Like, wow, that's weird. It's a doomsday bunker. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's MREs there be, in here, kids. <laughs> there must be hundreds of rounds of ammunition. <laughs> we can in a fight chemical back. toilet. And they're able to take the bricks out of the wall, but that's not how walls work. There's cement between the bricks, but okay, whatever. <laughs> Nothing else in the book is realistic, so I'm, I'm fine with it. And it's the secret cider cellar. And so they, they sort of, they take some of the bricks out of the wall and they sneak into the cider cellar. But then there's a rat that yells at them, who's a very mean bloke or whatever. Crazy alcoholic. used. <laughs> totally. So they're down in the cell, like, aha, we're going to grab some jars of cider for ourselves. But while they're down there, a human comes down is like, Mr. What's his name? Bean? Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean needs more cider. That explains so, so much. Go, go grab some for him. And so they just hide. They hide behind the jars of cider and they don't get caught. Take the cider. They put the bricks back in the cellar wall as they leave, and then they go. And then there's a. Then they have a magnificent feast. Well, I, I had a, I had a, this was my this was my chance for the beer. The rat's like, "Hey, fuck you guys! Don't take all that cider. There won't be any left for me." And they're like, 
how much do you need? And he is like, I need a lot. And like, but you have a lot. You have much too much. <laughs> and <laughs> this is much too much from other half. And it is a double IPA or an imperial IPA as they put on their labels. That is 8.5% alcohol. And it's made with a bunch of fucking shit. Uh, it's made with uh, all the hops. Mosaic, Citra Cryo, other Citra, Vic Secret, Victoria's Secret, also, I don't know, a bunch of different hops. Victoria's Secret might not be in there. I mean, it's delicious. I mean, it gets, it has, this is definitely, if this is not an oat cream beer, oats must be in here because it just has that smoothness from it, that creaminess. Uh, it's great. You know, every once in a while, I am I'm shocked and uh, how far, how much beer has changed since just I've started drinking it. My birthday was the other day. And my birthday, in case anyone cares, it's April 20th, <laughs> which is Hitler's birthday. <laughs> so fucking guy had to ruin that. We took it back, though, for weed day. So Yeah. So uh, I don't smoke pot, but uh, but I, I, you know, I'm not against it. It's better than Hitler day. Uh, but my uh, uncle, as a joke, got me a six-pack of German beer <laughs> for my birthday. And he was Jesus. like, happy birthday. <laughs> You know, because you know whose birthday. I was like, God damn it, dude. And I was drinking these beers that I really liked 10 years. I'm in my 30s now, but like 12, 13 years ago when I first got into beer. And they're so one-dimensional. They're so like simple now. And this kind of a beer that I'm drinking now, this other half double IPA, would have been like a really rare find and a really cool thing. And this is just like a throwaway beer that other half put out. Like they put out like five beers this week, probably, or the week this came out. And this was just one of them. It was not the headline. And it's fantastic. It's crazy. We're living in this time where it's really hard to not just become a full blown alcoholic. <laughs> now, if only, you know, if I didn't have to drive to pick up the beer, then then we'd be there. Then 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 I could then I could embrace that. But it's like it's a beautiful, dank IPA. Wonderful. So good. Life is great. Unlike it, unlike for these shitty farmers who can't fucking navigate their way out of their cellars. So then they head back for their banquet, Nate. And then they have a big banquet, and it's all meat. <laughs> There's some vegetables for the rabbits. There they did take vegetables along the way. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to make those puns. <laughs> and then they decide, you know what? We're so good at digging, we're just going to stay down here. We don't need to go up above ground ever anymore. And those farmers, and then the very last line is like, and as far as I know, the farmers are still there. Still waiting. The end. Shitheads. Yeah. Something like that. So that was the book. So I actually read this. Yeah, so I read this when I was in elementary school. I'm pretty sure it was fourth grade. And it was actually a book like kind of like assigned in class and this was it was kind of like there's several this class was split up it split up into several groups each one reading a book i mean the book my group was assigned to was fantastic mr fox and i was like huh okay this book's really about drinking (laughs) (laughs) in fact i think from reading this book is when i uh first you know me and my sheltered life i was like wait Cider can be alcoholic. And grow up in New England, growing up in New England, we had cider all the time. But I was like, "Wait, there's alcohol in that?" You're realizing you've been I really didn't it wrong get this it. Whole time. <laughs> Did not get it at that age. 
So did they give you? The, were you reading the dumb kid book? <laughs> reading, like, like everyone else was reading, like oh, and they had Anna Karenina, and I had uh, for fourth grade. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't remember. I do not remember what the other groups had. Was it all roll doll? It was not all roll doll, but maybe like the groups rotated. It was like a week on this one, a week on that one. I don't know how long how long it was, but. That's definitely I'm sure I read it. In fourth grade, this is the kind of book that would be a like week or two investment from a child. But but now is how long did it take you to read it now? Like forty five minutes probably? If that. Yeah. And I was actually thinking that while I was reading, it's like, wow, this took so long when I was a kid. <laughs> I've gotten so much better. I'm so much better than a fourth grade. <laughs> Man. Kick a fourth grader's ass any day. <laughs> at least at reading <laughs> Depends on how tall they are you know? One thing I noticed There's a strange animal hierarchy That's created in this book Because like the badgers and the rabbits And the foxes are all friends But they have no compunction About eating geese and chickens <laughs> Fuck Fuck non-mammals Birds are lesser They really they really do It's just, it's just you can Also because they're farm animals So they're not wild Plus, they're already dead. The chickens were alive. He kills them. Yeah, they break their Oh, necks. yeah, that's right. They deserved it. Well, foxes are famous for stealing chickens from farmers' hen houses. He's like, go to sleep, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he just breaks his neck. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> You'll be delicious. Uh, so that was one thing. Uh, so I, I never, this is one of the books I never read as a kid. Um, though we did also have to do a lot of Roald Dahl in school. I thought this was t- pretty, pretty shitty <laughs> of his, in his oeuvre, this, whatever that fucking dumb word is. I thought this was pretty weak. It's definitely not his best work. There's only like nothing happened. There's like one thing that happens. That's it. It's just like, it's much they shorter than the other ones too. So like, there's not time for anything to happen. I guess he could have expanded. Is it that much shorter than like James and the Giant Peach? I feel like a shit ton happened in that book. And that wasn't much longer than this. The 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 fox doesn't struggle. It's kind of like the fox is just like, I'm just so amazing. I'm just going to go do the thing, and it's never going to be a challenge. And I'm just going to... And so, like, the main character doesn't have to, like, struggle to achieve his goals. He is fantastic. Nate's getting all Joseph Campbell here. <laughs> his hero's quest <laughs> doesn't happen. It's one of the things that makes plots interesting when it's it's not that there isn't conflict because that isn't quite the right way to say it because like the farmers are trying to kill his family you know that's conflict but there's each sort of like step along the way this fox is just like okay well i'm just gonna go magically know exactly which direction to dig to find these things oh great perfect and saves a day and there's no it's not hard it's not difficult at no point that it feel like oh well this this I mean, even though you know it's a kid's book and that everything's going to end well, at no point would you even entertain the fact, the idea that, wait, this could go badly. No. Because yeah, which is more fantastic? Overcoming a great obstacle or just like a che- or just like doing it perfectly first try? I mean, which makes a better story? I think it depends on who you ask. You know, like a lot of nowadays, people are always impressed by precociousness and you know talent and shit like that or of people who 
have not like what's more like what's more impressive if they're like hey check out this like really good i don't know fucking guitar player and like he's been playing for 37 years and look how good he is or it's like this kid's been playing for eight months like people are are kind of more impressed by people who don't struggle or people who just effortlessly do things yeah except in those cases there really was struggle you just don't see it in the 12 second instagram clip i mean even if that kid got really good in eight months he probably really fucking practiced a lot in eight months. Oh, I agree with you 100%. I just think that there, I just, I, I think, and it doesn't even really apply to this book now, but I, I do think in general there is an attitude where people are more impressed for some reason by people who don't work as hard or they don't think they worked as hard, you know? I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> and that's why we started this podcast. <laughs> like, we don't work hard. To read a fuckload. No, I I agree. There really is no there is no conflict. I, I couldn't articulate why when I was reading the book. I was like, I feel like nothing's happening. And I think you put it more uh, astutely. There is no conflict. It's any and and in a children's book where you where as the the conclusion is, is you know it from page one. It is stupid to read as a grown up. Maybe as a kid it was different though. I don't know. You guys read it as kids. I think I don't remember if I read it as a kid. If I did, I don't remember it at all. But I knew the story you know, cold going in because of the movie. But they did change a lot. A lot. They must have had to add a lot. It's a short-ass movie. Oh, yeah, they added added a lot. But also, it's a Wes Anderson movie, so it was a completely different tone. So I, I, you know, the more uh, Roald Dahl I read, uh, I realize he, he didn't have a huge body of work for a children's author. You know, a lot of children's authors put out Ten, uh, dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of books over their careers because they're not, you know, they could shit them out pretty quickly. He really doesn't have that many, but the quality really, there's like a steep drop off. There's a few that are like iconic and amazing and blah, blah, blah. And then there's just a bunch of forgettable ones. I feel like this one, if it weren't for that movie, this would definitely have fallen into that forgettable category with The Vicar of Nibbleswick or whatever, you know, <laughs> just. The books yeah. no one cares I, about. I remember that one very well, though. I've never read that one. It's the one where the guy gets a gets a disorder where he says words backwards. Uh, I remember it was fucking hilarious as a child because he tells everyone to mind their manners when they're drinking in you know fancy places and to uh, instead of sippy saying piss piss lightly. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're seven, that's the funniest thing you've ever read in your life. Telling all these ladies to piss. <laughs> and that's fair, but like. You look at the rest of his books, he's got like five good ones. I mean, this whole month we've done Roald Dahl books, and they're great. I can't, you know, I don't, I, the guy was a, apparently, you know, had some pretty hateful thoughts and stuff, but when my kid's old enough, I'm not going to, I'm totally going to have her read Matilda and The Twits and the Chocolate Factory books and shit. I don't know if I'll rush to Mr. Fucking Fox here, though. I also no. thought it was dumb that they're like, oh, like he's the fantastic Mr. Fox. He had done nothing fantastic until the very end of the book. And everyone's like, he's fantastic. Like, really? Now, just now? He was a pretty good chicken thief. But as Nate said, that's like a stereotype of foxes. Like, it's like he had to be. He had four kids to take care of and God knows how many bastards around other dens <laughs> in the farm. <laughs> Nate said it best. Nothing happens. Like, nothing... There's no conflict. There's no doubt how it's going to end. And it's just it's just pretty weak. Kids will like it, but if you're a grown-up, probably won't like it. <laughs> if you're a grown-up, there's no reason to read this. 
Unless you're a real Roald Dahl fan, and then you probably have already read it. Yeah. Or you're a weird completionist like me, and you're just like, oh, no, I must read this book. <laughs> you can knock I it out in 45 minutes, so it's it's doable. Do you need to? No. No. I'm disappointed. I would have rather, you know, this the patrons, I wish they had picked Matilda or, like, I forgot which we had. Do we have uh, the, the Glass Elevator? I've never read that book. I want to read that one day. Um, I read that when I was like a kid, but I don't remember any of it. I know they go to the moon or something. He wrote one chapter of a third Charlie and the Chocolate Factory book. That I don't know if we go. To, it's like in uh, some dumb museum or something. But the guy didn't. He for you look at his his uh, children's book public. I mean, he did other shit. He wrote for adults, and uh, so we're gonna. Re- he wrote two adult novels. One is out of print, and he said him when it went out of print, he was like, "Good, that book sucked." <laughs> Um, and uh, we're not going to spend $650 for a copy, which is what one cost last time I looked. Ugh. But he has a different adult novel that you could find, and we're going to read that as our Patreon exclusive novel, uh, exclusive book for the month. So if you want to head over there, you could hear us compare that. Um, and we've also done uh, Lambs of the Slaughter in the past, and there's a whole bunch of other ones throughout this month if you're into Roald Dahl. But I guess uh, who should read it? No one, right? And that's kind of the thing. There's no real need. I liked it's it, but you don't need to read it. It's fine for kids. It's okay. They're not gonna. They're not gonna notice the sort of problems with it not having a plot. It's fine because <laughs> it has an overall plot, and that's it. Has like it has a overall conflict. It just there's just no conflict getting to the resolution. Right. Well, but that you know that definition then like a book where a guy just eats pancakes. The whole like that has a conflict too. Like needs to finish the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not will saying it's a good to... book. Yeah. I'm saying kids won't notice that problem. They won't. You're right. But it, 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 there's enough silliness, and you know the characters are so ridiculous. Like the guy who's so filthy that he's hearing impaired, and the fox had his tail shot off, and like everybody wants his tail. You know that's like, and um, when they're hiding in the cellar. The uh, BBW that comes down there to fetch the things of cider, who's like, "Do you want two or three? And the one was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, I don't care. Just like bring some cider." It's like, "All right, I'm only bringing two then," and that's how they don't get found. <laughs> you know, like, there's funny stuff for kids, but there's not much else. Wh- which of the three? We haven't done this question in a while. Is is Bogus Bunts or Bean or any of them a bitch? They're bad at getting foxes. I think Bunce is a bitch because he gets, I mean, he's the midget one or the little person one or whatever, you know, I don't know. But he gets, he gets bossed around and he, he doesn't assert anything. Whereas at least the fat guy in the They were going to send him down the foxhole. They're going to send him <laughs> down the hole. You're short. Go get in there. He, he's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he's just eats goose liver donuts though. So I don't know. That's not really a bitch move. That's a, that's, that's the height of decadence. He should be dead move. anyway he from fucks. that. <laughs> he does. They're like, listen, go down there and just just gas him out with some of your gout farts. <laughs> you have the, he has the, he has the, uh, the fucking eating habits of a sultan. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, something somebody recommended to us, they said they like when we recommend, they, it'd be cool if we recommend books you should read instead or other things. I mean, I think... I, I would say read the more famous Roald Dahl books. They're way better. Yeah. Yeah. See the movie of this. Does it, what it, does it, what do you, when it changes tone, what do you mean by that? 
Uh, it's just a. Have you ever seen a Wes Anderson movie? He did um, the one with the train. <laughs> Fucking the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, you, you're I did that. He's like the B sides. Yeah, no, it, but they're weird. He's got a very, very stylistic way of doing things, and it's just that, but in claymation. Did uh, he do the the Life Aquatic? Yes, he did. So fucking hipster movies. You're, you're just a little bit hipster yeah. weird movies. Okay. Yeah, and the the magnificent no not the fuck the, the, the Royal Tenenbaums. Royal, that's what it is. And, yeah, um, magnificent Amberson. That's a very different movie. Uh, <laughs> Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. The uh, I saw a tweet someone said once is like Wes Anderson is just seems like the kind of guy who masturbates looking at a mirror. I was like, yeah, I could I could see that. He's like struck by his own genius. Yeah. Oh, own. absolutely. I I I like his movies. They're fun. some of them I don't like, but this one is it's my favorite movie. Oh, Isle of Dogs. That's another fucking weird shit movie. Yeah, that one was fine too. Not as good as Passage of Fox though. It's hands down better than the book. Oh, he did Rushmore. I saw that. That was actually right. Rushmore. Yeah, that was his first movie. Uh, I really <laughs> I like your nurse's outfit. They're OR scrubs. Oh, are they? (laughs) Unrelated. I was just, I just thought of that the other day when I was taking out the garbage. I was just laughing at that. Oh, are they? (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I guess tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And you know, you can also follow us on uh, Goodreads and see what we're reading or on Untapped and see what we're drinking. We, we would like friends everywhere to fill the hole in our souls uh, that beer can only go so far. And check us out on Patreon <laughs> if you want to fill it financially. <laughs> and you can leave us a review wherever you're listening. You can fill all our holes with reviews. <laughs> as many reviews as you can fit. Push them in with your thumbs. Preferably only the most. And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.